foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And Janie, there are two questions that we are going to answer today. Number one, does God fully accept me? And number two, if so, if he does accept me, on what basis does he do so? And it's crucial that we know the answer to these questions because of the devastation that goes along with the uncertainty of being accepted. And it is so joyful to hear that you believe that the Holy Spirit and the triune Godhead is confident that we're going to get these answered today. Oh, yes, we are going to get them answered (laughs) today. (laughs) So does God fully accept me, Janie? Well, if we're going to believe what he says, let's go to his grandest description of what he has said about us, and that's in Ephesians. Okay. Ephesians is not a beginner book, but it is a necessary book when we are looking at the character of God. Okay. All right. So, and we don't have to go through all the chapters. We can just start off in the first chapter. And so when we look at it, Sharon, in verse 3, he says that he has blessed us. So that would be the people that do believe in him and are in his family. He has blessed us with every, not some, but every spiritual blessing. But those blessings are in the heavenly places. It's just not a material blessing for here on earth. And then it ends with in Christ. Okay. Anytime you see in Christ in the scriptures, you're talking about a position. Oh, okay. And it's a position that you have been given, not that you ever earned. Okay. But it's a position once given, then it is a lifetime forever position that no one can destroy because it was given by God, the power of God, the wisdom of God, right? not to mention the love of God. And then in verse 4, that he chose us in this position. So he established the position that he wanted us to have to know that we can be accepted in that position. Okay. So he just didn't give us a temporary job. Right. And then it's not like he was making a last minute decision. Oh, I've got to give these people some encouragement. He said, no, I made my choice before I ever formed the world. Now, when you stop and think about somebody caring for you forever before you were ever considered right on earth. And then it says that he's done this because of his love. And we really can't fathom that kind of deep, sacrificial love. And we will never, ever, ever know the depths of that love. Throughout eternity, it will grow deeper and deeper. Not that it grows deeper because it's fullness, but we will grow in understanding 
the depths of that love. Right. And then he said that he adopted us. Now, you know, when you had your children, you really didn't say in what you were going to have, whether it was a boy or a girl. Uh, You may not have even known you were going to have one and then got surprised. But here he said that he adopted us into this position, into his family, because he says we are known as sons, and that he did it according to his good pleasure. And then in verse 6, as though he doesn't want us to be um, doubting because we know we have an enemy that creates doubt, he said, now, to the praise of the glory of his grace, he has made us accepted in the beloved. Mm-hmm. Now, Sharon, do you believe God Almighty does something uh, halfway or haphazard? Or when he does something, does he do it in totality? Well, he does it to the fullness. He is not like us. And I think that's our problem is that we that we look at God through our own eyes and see him according to our own standards rather than the standards that he has set before us in the scriptures. And you said a word that I cannot comprehend. When it talks about the Lord doing something in fullness, mm-hmm. I may I can mentally say, well, that's probably in his completeness. But I really cannot comprehend what fullness means other than that he said that he's done it through his grace. And Sharon will never be able to plumb the depths of his grace. It'll go on throughout eternity. Right. And I think that's where we where we struggle the most is because we more live in a legalistic kind of idea than we do by grace. We treat each other legalistically rather than by grace. And so that's why we put our own definition on who God is and and believe that he doesn't accept me. Because that's the way we are to each other. Well, and you've made a good point because in the days that we are living in right now, we are being asked to coexist with very different values and convictions and beliefs. Mm -hmm. And there is an absolute in the mind of God, and that is grace and legalism or law cannot coexist. If it is anything other than grace, then it is legalism in some form or another. And that's hard. That's hard to wrap our minds around because how do you follow rules like the law and not get into legalism? I'm not sure that we can do that. I think that we get into it and then we have to know how to get out of it. And that's part of grace's job. So how do we live in grace? Well, by understanding where we have been living under law. Hmm. Now, were you raised in a home where there were rules? Oh, yeah. Okay. And you went to a school that had rules. And uh, if you got a job, were there not rules? Yes. All right. So that's ingrained to the very core of who we Mm -hmm. are, that you get acceptance by how you perform. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, that may work on earth, that doesn't work 
from the heavenlies, which is where he said that he's blessed us in all heavenly places. He didn't say, I've blessed you in all earthly manners. Some people believe if we are blessed with the earthly goodness, we're blessed, that's all we need. Well, and God's acceptance is through those blessings. So if God if God is blessing you, then God accepts you. And if you're not blessed and you're going through trials and hardships and struggles, then then God doesn't accept you. He's mad at you, and you're being punished in some way. And you know what happens there, Sharon, is our peace is destroyed. Mm-hmm. And yet the Lord tells us everywhere. Well, it tells us in Ephesians 1. He says, grace to you, and then peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's in verse 2. And I love the fact that he says, you've got to have the grace before you can have the peace. Right. And so if you are plagued today, not knowing how to appropriate peace that is yours, then maybe we need to go back over in Ephesians 2 for just a moment. And in Ephesians 2, it says that it's by grace that we've been saved Mm. through faith. And it's nothing that you do of yourself. It's a gift from God. And a lot of people have a hard time accepting a gift when they want to be the one that is doing the gift giving because it makes them feel good. Mm -hmm. And that's a subtle thing. But many people in the church today are so busy, lovingly and joyfully serving, but they have no peace. And then that that comes out. And when someone looking at the serving and then seeing the difference in maybe an attitude, an action, uh, an attribute, uh, a personality, then confusion is a result. But if we allow the Lord to be all in all, as he says he wants to be, and that by faith, because of the grace he's given us, we can accept the fact that he says we have already been accepted in the Beloved, And then he gives the rest of the chapter telling us how we can appreciate that, inherit that. And then the rest of the book of Ephesians tells us how to walk in it. So basically, when we question God's acceptance of us, then we're really questioning the finished work of the cross. And that's because we don't understand anything about the cross except that he died for us. He paid for our sins. And now that he has got us out of hell and into heaven, it's up to us to finish the job. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you from the truth? That's what Paul said to them in Galatians 3. So they were dealing with the same problem. Because, Sharon, they had to begin in the grace Mm -hmm. to accept the gift of salvation. And then what happened that they decided that they knew more Mm -hmm. than the God that gave them the grace of salvation. So to answer the question, does God accept me? Yes, he does. Because of his son. Not any performance, not any vows, not any deeds. We are accepted by God because of the finished work of the cross, the finished work of his son, Jesus Christ. That our acceptance is based on our position in Christ, not our performance in our flesh. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.